Change Your Clothes listeners. This is Jamie with Girl Change Your Clothes and I am excited to come with you guys and bring you our new episode and today we're going to be talking about going back to school tips and yes we are going back to the basics. A lot of you are probably getting ready now to going back to school. You are probably um dealing with oh my god what am i gonna do it's it gonna be at, at going to school in person is it gonna be present or is it gonna be virtual whichever decision you are going to be making or you already made because a lot of you probably are, are already dealing with this i am personally mom i'm doing it my kids are already going virtual full mode and they're doing it this is their second week and so far so good we have been doing a great um uh great school day so it's awesome so i'm waiting for my girls to join me i got denise on the line and we're just waiting hey 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 and do we have shelly Okay, let's wait for Shelly and see what she come in. But hey, Denise, how are you, my girl? I am wonderful. How about you? I am fantastic. So I was telling our listeners that today we're going to be talking about going back to school, whether it's virtual, whether it's in person. But hey, we got amazing tips to share. Whatever is working for us, whatever is not working, this is real. This is just real life. So we're going to be sharing all of that. And hopefully whatever is working for us is going to work for you. It's going to help you some. And whatever is not that you, you know, you kind of like think about it and maybe not do it. So it doesn't bother you as well. And, um, well, I'm going to let my dear friend Denise, if she has something to say, if she wants to share something, because there's some things that I got to share uh, that I actually wanted to bring. But before I get into like, the serious stuff i wanted to let her kind of say hi and if there's something that she wants to share before we take over com completely and give all these great amazing tips that we got can you hear me denise okay i think i probably lost her somehow this is live y'all this is real life this is real life so anyway, some of the things that I was going to share with you guys, it's going back to school is probably not an easy task for a lot of you right now. And when we're talking about that, it's OK. I don't even know if I'm going to go uh, virtual mode. 
or at home mode. What am I going to do? I need help. Do we have you, Denise? Are you on? Okay. And if some of you have, can you help? Oh, hear me now. There you are, Shelly. Yeah. Hey, Shelly. Okay. Okay. I don't know what's going on, but um, I can hear y'all. Oh yeah. <laughs> the whole time I can hear you, but you couldn't hear me. Well, you are on right now, so I can see you actually on my screen right now. So okay, this is exciting. So, um, I was saying that um, we have different ways that we are dealing with going back to school, whether it's in person or whether it's virtual. So. Some of the things right. that I can suggest um, for our listeners to make, make it easier for them. So if it's in person, make sure you got your meals prepped. Make sure you got your meals in order. That is going to make your life so much easier. And here again, we are faced with the choice of are they going to eat in school? Are, are they going to bring their own lunch? So it's decisions, decisions, decisions. Shelly, can you share with us yes. about food? Because I know you got some tips. So somebody to save your life with some ideas about food and stuff. So maybe you want to share that so that can make our moms and our parents' lives a lot easier. Yes, to, uh, Jamie, Denise, I am using the pickup that they have now. <laughs> And I am loving it. Can you hear me? Can you I lost me? you for a bit, for like three seconds. So okay. if you don't mind, just to say that one more time. Okay. Okay. So I have been utilizing um, curbside pickup, and I it's the most awesome thing that has ever been invented. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> one of my friends told me. Um, I, I think I knew about it, but I just never realized how awesome it really was. And I tried it out with Walmart a few weeks ago, and then today I'm actually going to pick up a load from Kroger, and it is just wonderful. You just go on your app, and you load everything that you want on there, you pay for it, and then all you got to do is go pick it up. That will save lots of time for me, convenience. I don't have to sit there shopping around the the store and trying to figure out what I want to get and what I don't want to get, and all that so it's very convenient and I and I started my list actually since Sunday and just had it in the cart and just kept adding things to it until I you know had everything complete and that has worked wonders um, another thing uh, is like you said meal prepping or you know just preparing snacks and whatever it is because the the my girls they get breaks in between like some of you your children probably do also they get like a 10 minute break in between and and they have their lunch time and everything but i tell them just like you were going to regular school even though it's virtual it's better to have it ready so you don't have to waste time and then the five minutes is up mm -hmm. or the 10 minutes is up mm -hmm. just like that because you're prepping it at that mm -hmm. moment so do it the night before get everything ready so that you just have to grab it and enjoy your little your break just chill and uh, on lunch breaks too, the same thing, you know. So that's that's definitely a great way to uh, plan out your day and have things prepared beforehand. Yes, Denise. Um, I have a similar system that has been put into effect. Um, we are doing virtual learning, so we're home as well. And um, the first thing that we had to do was to prepare mentally for it. Um, have our mindset ready to um, be, the kids had to have their mindset 
ready to do virtual learning and ready to be in the same, you know, space for a certain amount of time period. And in regards to like the, the planning, we had to be proactive and plan schedules prior to um, virtual learning and being organizing, organized for our school. Uh, we made a different chart um, that um, show had their schedule um, on it and they had their schedule posted above their, they have their schedule posted above their workstation and we have a schedule that's on the refrigerator so everyone can know and then we have like school rules that applies <clears throat> here at the house because everything is different, you know, from um, being inside the classroom. And so even like with the lunch, what would I have done? Because the first week it was kind of chaotic. I found myself like going back and forth, cleaning up behind them after they get their snack or um, whatever it may be. They take a break and they'll come in and they have books and papers and everything just all over. So I was like, okay, we have to come up with a system. So what I do uh, is at night I have a basket and in that basket. I put their um, breakfast there. Um, that's if I don't prepare them like a warm breakfast, but I have their, their lunch and their snacks in that basket and their bottles of water so they don't go in the cabinets and get cups and plates and everything. And so I would love each, that. Yes, they each grab their baskets um, every day and they get their <laughs> snacks in my house is a whole lot cleaner. And they feel like they're in control of their, you know, own space and it gives them responsibility yeah. after they finish with their snack, they throw everything <clears> in the <throat> garbage and it, my, I love it because my house is clean <laughs> and I'm not constantly on them, but, um, absolutely just staying focused and getting a, a good night's sleep prior to the next day is so good, um, for everybody, you know. And does anybody else have any, any other ideas or tips that they would like to share? But sleep is really, really good. You have to have a proper amount of sleep. Um, I believe Jamie is ready to share some of the tips that she has. Well, and, and we have to think about like every mom has a different way how to do things in different systems. Some of them, you know, they like, like Denise and I love it. She's so organized. She has, you know, her basket. I am not like that. <laughs> I'm like, I am more like a, an independent. I like for them to go and get it themselves because personally, like I'm working in the morning. I'm on my computer and a lot of times I don't have the chance to go ahead and do it. So what I do is throughout the week, like, and, and it's kind of like combining the thing that Denise, I'm a combination of, of Denise and Shelly. Because I order the food online. That's what I've been doing. It. The same thing. Lifesaver. It's like the best thing ever because you can yes. put the list online. I don't know. I'm having a background. I don't know what is it for some reason. Um, but I order online. I have my list. Makes it quick. I don't even have to go and kind of like think again what I'm going to do. Is I have a list of things that I normally order. And then I order that. And then I get my food and then I have baskets in my pantry. And what I have done is I have a basket for everything. Like I have a basket for snacks that are sweet. I have a basket for mm -hmm. snacks that are salty. Mm -hmm. I have a basket for snacks that are mm -hmm. like nuts and things like that. Um, 
And then in the fridge, I have organized the fridge in sections. So I have a section for fruits. I have a section for drinks and, and those type of things on yogurts. So it's like it's there. And when you guys are ready, because the other thing is I want them to move. Like that is my system. I want them to move. So if they have five minutes, 10 minutes, and we have a two floor house, I actually want them to go up and down. I want them to move because they're sitting down for so many hours. Actually, I want them to get out of the room, get out of their environment where they've been for so many hours and come downstairs, see me, give me a kiss and then go back upstairs. So that's what they do. They come down, they go into the baskets that are, you know, organized. So it will make them, it will make it easier for them. And they grab their snack quickly and they just go upstairs, but they have a chance to calm down, check on me, give me a kiss or whatever, and then grab their snack and go back up there. So, you know, we all have a different system, but like we put on the title is whatever works and makes it easier for them. Yes. Yes. And you know what, Jamie, you just um, kind of like pop something into my system. Um, we, that, that's the one thing that we want to do. We want to teach our kids how to be independent. And so like the baskets, the baskets um, that I set up um, maybe for younger children, that will be really, really good for them. But the older they get, um, they should be able to <laughs> make their own lunch. And my children, they are 12 and 14. And it's interesting, like today, yesterday was a, a crazy and a busy day. And this morning, um, I shared with them, you're on your own. You have to make <laughs> everything. I, I won't be able to do it today. I didn't get a chance to plan it out. And guess what? They have successfully been in there taking care of business. That's so awesome. I, I think that's one thing that we as parents is have to do is to encourage the independency. So thank you for bringing um, that up. But one thing that I, I have them to do is on Sunday nights, I have them to iron and prepare their clothes for the week. That way they don't have to get up in the morning looking for different outfits. It's already ironed and they can go, okay, this is what I'm wearing on Monday. This is what I'm wearing on Tuesday. They have slots in their closet where they just pull the outfit out and it helps to allow for the morning routine to, um, run a lot smoother and that and that is great you know it's like we teach our kids the organization and 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 we all have kids different ages you know there's moms that have kids that are little and they have to deal with the struggle because some of them have to go to work we have to consider all of the different situations we're talking about uh, the point of view that we're stay-home moms you know and we have all these possibilities to maybe you know help our kids and and make it easier but what happens with the ones that have to go to work that have to be in the rush in the morning that have to get breakfast that have to get prepared mm -hmm. to take their kids to school if they decided to go in person because again we're talking about two different groups the ones that are sending their kids to school and they chose to do that and because they want their kids to be active and involved and the ones that still don't feel safe and they decided just to keep their their kids at school i mean at home Personally, I decided to keep them at home because it's there's so much uncertainty right now. We don't know how things are going to evolve and things are going to be. So I said, you know what, to cut off the drama of whatever is coming and, and I'm being able, I'm blessed to stay home. I never did it before. 
I always been uh, a working mom. I go to work every morning. I deal with the rush of the morning. And this is an opportunity that has been given to me. I can do it. You know, God gave us the blessing for me to be able to do it. So I'm doing it, you know. But the ones that are not, you know, okay, get your meals prepped, like Shelly was saying earlier. Get them prepped. Get them ready. And, and then that will make your life a lot easier. Also, make sure that you paid um, the meals, you know, in the school system. Make sure you keep update with that. Maybe something that will make it easier for you to not worry about that. It's automatically having uh, the money being debited from your bank account. So every time the account goes to a certain level, it withdraws the money out of your bank account. And you don't have to worry about, you know, whether your kids have money to buy their meals or not. So. Think about all those different options uh, to make it easier for you. Um, the other thing it's oh yes, Denise. Uh, I was getting ready to say another thing that's good to be proactive um, to help out with school tips is to um, the information that is provided by the school system. Um, read over all of the material and it will help you to answer and clarify any questions that you may have as far as drop off, pick up, any health concerns, anytime a child is, whether your child is sick or whatever it may be, you'll have all of these different, um, this information to be able to reference to um, if something does um, transpire. And then um, when sending your kids back to school, um, some, some, sometimes it can be good to help the process and getting out of the door faster. You can set your alarm clock, set the, set the clocks in the house, maybe 10 minutes faster, because I know a lot of times, um, some of the kids have different morning routines and they run slow. And so you have to build it basically base, um, how you do things in the morning based on your children. Every child is different. So if you go ahead and you know your child is slow. You know, it takes them a minute to wake up, set every clock in the house 10 minutes fast and then even give them their wake up time. Let it be a few minutes earlier. That way they can have their moment um, <laughs> and getting dressed and getting up and getting ready. Um, but that will help to um, get your day started. Just make things easier. And have things to run smoothly. Yeah. Just make things a whole lot easier and make sure that you have all of your emergency plans in place if different things transpire throughout the day. Um, and, and just knowing your child, you know, getting to know your child. How is your child? You know, it, they need more time in the morning, like you said, you know, Try to wake them up a little bit earlier in the morning and try to prepare yourself mentally to be in a good mood. Because a lot of times as parents, we make the mistake that, you know, we don't take responsibility for our own actions and we wake up late. And then we want to put this pressure onto the kids, you know, like if you have to go to work mm -hmm. and you didn't do the, your due diligence, mm -hmm. you didn't go to, you didn't go to bed early. You didn't wake up early. You wake up late. And then you put the stress in your kids. It starts off the day in a bad way for you and for them. So just being disciplined from the night, being intentional every night. Okay. For the next day, leaving things ready, being organized. I know life gets in the way. Okay. We're not trying to be perfect here. Because we all go through life. We all deal with stuff. And sometimes we're going to be able to go to bed early, but sometimes not. And obviously we know being, you know, uh, conscious that if we go to bed late, it's just going to make our next day harder. 
you know, and more difficult. So being being mindful about those things, trying to have a pattern or a discipline, going to bed, waking up in the morning and knowing your child. OK, having and that's the other thing that I was going to bring up. And it goes with what you said before, uh, Denise, about being mentally ready. Uh, there's different things or systems that you can use. One of the systems is called DISC. And this system, what it does, and it tells you the personality of yourself or your child, just knowing how everybody works, how everybody functions. You know, if if it's, you know, a child that is introvert or, or is extrovert, like trying to work with the way of their personalities, you know, and, and also same way, adapt the system, their learning system. Some of the kids don't learn the same way as the other. You might have two kids in the house. And they belong to the same mom and the same father, but the way that they do things is completely different. They might learn by being visual, by being artistic, by putting hands on. Some other kids are probably more like, um, uh, how you say, um, not practical, but they like the theory. You know, they learn by seeing, by reading and, and all of those things. So everybody has different learning ways how to do it. So don't focus on the activity. Focus on the, the way that they learn, how they can learn better, how on the skill. That's what I was going to say, because a lot of times they have an activity, but maybe the way they learn is different. So focus on the skill. And like I said, consider on the different ways that they learn. Make sure that they have a good area to sit down and do their homework at home if you're doing virtually. So I know Denise has a lot to share on this because she actually has. Um, set the areas for her kids and and she has a way i have another way so i'm gonna let denise share the way um that she has you know the area set up for her kids and maybe maybe this is something that will work for some of the moms you want to share that with us denise okay i just clicked back in so i kind of like missed i hear the you last i hear you minutes of what you were saying yeah so we're talking about the areas how we are setting up the areas for the kids to learn at home the ones that are doing virtually some you know the ones that are going to school we were talking about tools uh make sure that they have their supplies that they have the tools that they need at school communicate with the teacher to see what else is needed but if you're doing virtually make sure that they have a good area set up at home for doing their homework. So if you want to share that part, um, Denise, on your side with your kids, how are you doing this part? Well, I, um, I love the light. I love brightness. And so when my children go into their workspace, I want the light to um, shine through. So they are um, in a room where there is a window. Um, um, light gives energy. And so I um, make sure that the curtains are open and then they each have their workstation and everything. I allow for the kids to actually organize their own desk. We sat down, we planned, we wrote down different things that they would need from the school and different things that they wanted to help to make everything readily accessible. And so um, we ended up going to the store and they each went their own direction and they purchased different things based on their personality, based on their learning styles and based on how things are able to function better for them. And they set everything up. And then um, what you can do and what I have done is put different um, 
inspirational quotes on the wall. My children love basketball. So I have different pictures um, on the wall, letting them, encouraging them, letting them know that they can do better. Uh, they can do all things through Christ, make a slam dunk for Jesus. Um, knowledge is power. Um, and so I have that. I have their name listed on the wall. And one, one thing that I want to um, say is it's based on your the age of your child, because some children, if they're in elementary, they need the ABCs around the um, room where they can see. And then even um, different words from each letter, which the different sounds you can place that on the wall as well. And then if they're working on multiplication, you can have like the multiplication chart listed. You can have the division chart listed, um, the number charts listed, whatever it may be. You know, it's all based on the level of your children. If your children are in high school, um, you know, you can have like the Bill of Rights out um, listed on the wall. But then if they're like taking journalism and they're learning how to actually do papers and everything like that, you can have like different words that will help them. Like, say, for instance, the word is um, exciting. Have other words listed below that they can choose from that means the same thing. That would be just phenomenal to help out. And one thing that I'm learning, too, one thing you have to be mindful of, anytime we feel closed in or in the same place, kids get bored. So maybe you can, if they're in a desk, at a desk, maybe you can change it and put like a a beanbag. Switch it up, put a beanbag Mm -hmm. in where they can sit down on a beanbag if they have a Chromebook or a laptop laptop, and do their work uh, from there. You want to be able to make it comfortable and easy um, for them so they can think of school being fun and learning. We have to really be creative in this season when you're staying at home because it is different and so you have to juggle. You know, maybe one week at the desk or every other day at the desk and then um, the other day sitting on the beanbag whatever it may be to to make it fun and then um, putting different like give them incentives you know have like a candy jar out if you complete your homework assignment this is what you get at this particular time Um, this will be your reward and taking advantage of no it's okay and taking advantage of the way they learn you know and and the skill like what works for them better you were saying about the different setups the different settings what works for them sometimes as parents we want to like impose what we think it should work and we have to think about that there's different personalities you know what works for the kids Mm -hmm. what works for you it might not work for the kids so we struggle, like my yeah. kids and I, at the beginning, we were like trying to figure out, okay, what is going to be the best setup for you guys? They started in my, in the dining room. Johannes started in the dining room. Then he moved on to the living room. And then he finally got settled in his room. And, and we don't want to kind of like put too much furniture in his room. He's the kind of kid that he likes things to be clean. He's minimalistic. And what we did is to make it easier for him, we went to Walmart. Hey, cheap and, and, and practical. We went to Walmart. We got a nice uh, chair, like beanbag, but it's very comfortable. And then we we got like, um, how you call it? It's like um changeable table or it's it's a table that you can adjust. It's an adjustable table. And he can put it to his hide. Okay. He can be comfortable in a little corner. 
if he wants to be in the beanbag or if he wants to be sitting on a couch, he can take that same table, take it with him and adjust it and be whatever he wants. So it's the setting. And I see Shelly is back. Hey, girl, what you got to watch today? Yes, girl, I got some technical <laughs> issues today, but um, <laughs> it's frustrating. I'm still trying what to get got, back girl, on what you thing, got, but what you got? it's all good. <laughs> Well, um, I'm I'm trying to get, get the gist. I think you were talking about Denise started saying something. Um, we we're talking about the Lord environment, the tools, and and getting all of that ready. Yeah. Uh, what else? Yes. Um. And and like you said, yeah, we we have our own way of functioning and doing things that we have adjusted to because we've been around a long time. Mm-hmm. But our kids are just learning what works for them. And and I asked the same question. I asked them before they started, I said, what works for you? And I started to bring up the things that I do. You know, I use a calendar, I have a highlighter, I have this, I have that. And they're like, no, mom, I just need colored pens. I just need colored pens for my notes and whatever. And I said, okay, well, what environment? And, you know, asking them different things. And they're pretty simple. They just need a, a quiet area with, with a little table or whatever. They could chill on the couch and, and use a snack table or whatever the case is. Is that that environment and just using those simple tools and that helps them. It helps them to function and helps and, and, and they're happy with that. But they don't have all the elaborate things like I need a, a calendar and an agenda book and a, alarms and all kinds of stuff. And I have suggested that <laughs> to them because I will forget the next thing I have to do if I don't put an alarm in my phone for it. <laughs> I, I think we make our lives so more, so more like difficult. And, and the title of this episode mm-hmm. is going back to the basics. Let's just go back to the basics. Mm-hmm. Let's make it simple. We don't have to make it more complicated that life is already complicated, y'all. So we don't have to make it more difficult. I don't know if Denise has something to say, um, before we start wrapping I, up our I episode. I don't know if we lost her. Did we? Oh yeah, we, we lost did. Her. We did. But um, one of we're the taking turns. yeah, one of the other things that we were um, that we were talking about it's the communication, and and I think we'll wrap up uh, our episode today with that, um, Shelley. And we were talking about how important yeah. it's communication, being open with your kids every day if you can. Approach them and, and, and you know what? Ask them how the day went. How can I help you? Do you have something to say in there, Shelly? I would love your opinion on that one. Yeah. I, I, um, well, for a daily thing that we do in our house, my husband implemented this since we were in New York. And because that's something that he didn't really grow up with, but he said, I want us to have dinners together as a family at the table. And that is a time where we have conversations about how our day went, you know, things can be brought up about whatever the situation, you know, whatever's going on in their lives, whether it's school or something unrelated to school. And that is what we started to do. So we still have that in place. And and, um, that's a time that we, we can have that communication. We also try to implement where we have daddy and daughter time and mommy and, and me time. So that's I what we do is we switch off. One week I'll go with one girl while the my husband goes with the other girl and then we switch off the next week. Um and then we have our family times too. So during those family times, you know, things come up here and there and 
you know, just random car rides, even just to the grocery store, wherever it is. Those are times that we have to communicate. But aside from that, I also just ask them, you know, because it's only been a couple of weeks into to school. Like even this morning, I asked uh, my oldest daughter, you know, how's it going? How are you liking it? You know, is there anything that is challenging for you? You know, just just asking her to see where you where she's at. And she'll just come to me during her break sometime and show me something that she's doing in one of the classes. Or, or if she has a question about something, she'll come and ask me and I'll help, you know, work through it with her. So we we are trying to be better about that. There were times when it wasn't as much, but it's it's getting better and better um, all the time, the communication. And I, I do believe, and I know that we're all on the same page, that it is vital mm-hmm. to have open communication with your children, especially teenagers, oh, teens yeah. and tweens. There's so yeah. much that they deal with. Yeah, open. Uh, yeah. Yep, Denise. Um, in regards to communication, Make sure it is important that you um, keep be consistent about communicating with your children because over mm-hmm. time, um, children change and the way that they mm-hmm. do things change, their mind change, and mm-hmm. um, you know, like the schedule, it changes after yeah. you know the first semester, second semester. But just be intentional about sitting down and asking your children. Um, how they're feeling, you know, if they're mm-hmm. frustrated and if they are frustrated, have them to get up and just take a walk, step away, you know, from the work area. And that's another thing that I, uh, we did not talk about, but maybe you all can share like some tips because your child, when they're at home, um, they're sitting at that desk all day long. Mm-hmm. Um, do you all um, have a plan as far as homework is concerned. Do you have them to step away once school is over and go and um, go outside and do some type of activity? Or do you all have them to go and knock it out? Now, Adriana and I was talking. She's my ninth grader. And what works for her is to step away. She has to go take a nap. She said, it's best for me to rest my brain before I go into mm-hmm. doing my homework because I've sat there at that monitor and at that screen for six, seven hours already, and I just need a brain break. And right. some children are different. Some children can just go right in and complete the homework and have it done. But um, do you all have any suggestions or tips on that aspect as far as completing the homework after being at the computer all day? For me, um, I feel like Alyssa, my oldest daughter, is uh, she just kind of wants to get it over with. So she just jumps into it. But she does take little breaks in between um, doing her work, whether to get a snack or take a walk or she just start fooling around with her sister. And, you know, I hear them screaming and carrying on, but they're not killing each other. They just messing around, <laughs> you know. So um, I think that that works for her. Um, Kristen. I'm not even sure what's going on. So I have to address that again with her because she doesn't really like school at all. So it's a little bit more of a task, but she has been on top of things um, as far as getting up on time and trying to uh, do her work and everything. But um, that's something I have to look more closely at and, and just talk to them about it again, because I do agree taking a little break because they've been on the computer for so many hours sitting there. I know they have their little 10 minute breaks and stuff in between, but still it's, it's very taxing to be on uh, the computer for that many hours. So mm-hmm. I, I do agree that a break would be good, but 
I think that might be a dinner conversation tonight just to see where they're at and if they do need a break or, you know, some ideas of what a break would be like before starting homework. And that and that and that's so funny because we're talking about communication and it, it, and mm-hmm. listen, we are not telling you this because we're perfect at it. But we do see the need no. to do it. So by the fact that we're telling you this is going to work, it calls us or it tells us, okay, we got to make sure we're doing it too. And it kind of like brings it back. He reminds us. Okay. So you see, it reminded Shelly that we need to get into communication. That's why we kind of like reinforce and we go back into it. Communication is essential. Make sure that we keep the yes. communication open. It's good to always at the end of the day. And that's one of the things. And before I close and hand it over to Shelly uh, for closing, this is very important and it has worked uh, for me as a mom. It works for me and I hope it works for you. If not, I'm pretty sure there's other ways that you can find it um, to make it work. But every day at the end of the day, I sit down and whether it's Amy or Johan, which are my two kids, they're 14 and 12. I sit with them and I ask them, how was school? I take the time to, I intentionally go and seek or search where they are and I ask them, how was your day today? Did you have any challenges? Do you need any help? Is there anything you need? And it's just a habit and it became a habit for me and that keeps me, you know, posted on what they're doing and making sure that as a mom, as a mom, I'm doing what, you know, what I'm supposed to do and I'm checking with them because sometimes we don't do parents. We can get into the, into life, life happens and we can get distracted and our kids are a viral, you know, it's viral just to keep that communication with our kids. So that's kind of like the other tip I wanted to leave. And I hand it off to you, uh, Denise and Shelly before we have to go. But, um, I don't know if you guys have something else to add to it. Um, I just want to add a real quick comment to what you just said. It's so important to engage, engage with our children, mm-hmm. to be aware, um, be intentional about listening and being there for them. It helps them to feel like they are important. It helps them to be able to express any type of concern that they may be having. And um, when you engage and communicate, you can nip that, that whatever the issue may be in the bud and you can move forward and they can have a, a successful day, a successful school year. Just being proactive and being engaged is just one thing that I really want to um, express as a tip with your child. Mm-hmm. And Shelly, I'll let you Definitely. Go ahead and close it out. Definitely. That's awesome. Yes. Communication is definitely key. Um, in every area of life. So this was awesome today, guys. Um, I think that, um, we, we brought some good information. We are not perfect. Like Jamie said, we are still working day by day to be better, to be a better help to our families, our children. Um, so we're growing with you. We're not mm-hmm. just doing this on our own. We have it all together. We, we, we know a little bit of something, but we're still working. So we yeah. want you to work with us. Yes. <laughs> so ladies, <clears throat> as we close out today, we are. Oh, I got a tickle in my throat. (laughs) It's on you. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Ladies, we are Girl, Change Your Clothes. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you in the next segment. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Have a blessed day. You too.